Okay, so here I am again. I just relish and just love the opportunity to be able to process my life through talking. It's just a very important thing for me, you know? In my last podcast, I, I first wanted to go into it because I was, I was so grateful for the soaking in the spirit and the love of God yesterday kind of moment that I just felt so, so glad because it's been a while since I felt full permission to feel like I could sit there and I could feel like I could just sit in the feeling the love of God for like four hours and just feel like I wouldn't have to spend time with anybody. I could just spend time with God and I would feel delighted, which is a huge thing for me to say because I really love being social with people. I get energy from being social with people. That's like one of my favorite things to jazz and socialize and mingle and all of this kind of thing. But the moment I, I entered into this room with my husband on our date and then these beautiful people were there, you know, sharing their hearts, you know, having a moment where they were just sharing their goals and all of this kind of thing. I was so touched. I just was. I was so, so, so touched. And I don't really have too many words to explain how touched I was because it's, it's that human intimacy kind of thing, right? It's like the intimate friendship kind of a thing. It's like you're just so touched because you see the hand of God in someone else's life and they're sharing the story of the hand of God in their life, right? It was almost like a testimony meeting kind of feel, right? It was just so beautiful. And I was like, I love, I love this, right? This is exactly what I needed and I didn't even know it was coming and, and how blessed I felt, right? Because I was so raw and broken right? I stepped into that space knowing that I was probably going to cry at some point in the evening. Hopefully it wasn't from feeling embarrassed or insecure from something that someone might say or something, but I just knew I was feeling so raw. And then I entered into that room and I was like, oh goodness, here's a lovely situation where I have permission to cry, but cry for something beautiful, right? Rather than cry from something that I'm feeling is painful, right? And so that was awesome. And, and I was just so touched, right? Because at the time, one of my biggest struggles in the day was just trying to figure out what am I doing, right? What am I doing, right? And sometimes I have a hard time with that because I get flustered between, okay, I know what I'm doing with Heavenly Father. I know what I'm doing with myself, with my husband, and then children, right? Like, and and I, can, I can only spread myself so far in my own ways, right? So, so it's like I have to pray to Heavenly Father, be like, I know I have all these areas I'm trying to spread myself through. And then, and then there's the public, right? So like, Heavenly Father, I ask, like, I'm like, is there a way that I could possibly be doing the right thing at the right time for your purpose, right? Like for, for me to feel like, you know, every moment I'm not just like entering into the wrong thing or feeling guilty for doing another thing that is not really... The most important thing, right? So then I have to ask myself all over again. It's like, you know, when I first did my whole essentialism thing, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to do 12 things for the year, 
right? I think I'm getting back into that mode again where I'm just adding things in. And I think I just need to do it all over again. You know, when I started out, I was like, okay, so my 12 things for the year is going to be like, yeah, like it's going to be sleep and yoga and nutrition. It's going to be like Temple, General Conference and Book of Mormon. It's going to be like, you know, unit studies, like topic studies and research and, and, and getting deeper in different units of, of learning in time. Like everything I could possibly learn that my father in heaven knows, right? So then it's like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'll, and I'll learn self-reliance so that we have survival skills to be able to like withstand like a long winter, for example, right? And I'll, and I'll make sure that I get better at my math because that's always going to be useful in every area that I do, right? And then, and then it was like, oh, and with social, it'll be like my husband, Rory, my kids, you know, dates with them. And then like, and I'm sure along there I said something like dates with Heavenly Father or something like, like having great, oh no, another one was being sealed with my family, right? And, and that was kind of my thing, right? Like improving my relationship with my parents, my sister, all of this kind of stuff. And so that was my, my scope, right? Like I started the year thinking, oh, I'm going to do a soaring kind of year, right? Kind of got broken partway through. Then I was starting to feel like, okay, I need to do a soaking kind of a year. So then I create this little 12-point thing for the rest of this year or next 12 months kind of a thing. And then, and then I, after toying, like playing with that system for a little bit, it was like, no, even 12 is too much, right? Like, I just need four, right? Like, I need to minimize each category of physical, spiritual, intellectual, social into like, instead of three things, it's one, right? So then I chose, okay, then instead of sleep, yoga, nutrition, it'll just be sleep, right? Instead of temple, general conference, book of Mormon, it'll just be temple. And then my third was like, okay, well, instead of, um, let's say, unit study, math, survival, it'll just be um, survival, right? So, you know, doing the things that would allow for us to sustain ourselves and take care of ourselves if there was an emergency or whatever, right? And then fourth has been the social, right? So that was my husband, my kids, and my parents, right? And then so it's like, okay, so then I just chose my husband, right? I was like, that's what I'll do. So I've been doing that for a good six months, right? And lately I've been kind of teetering out and be like, okay, this is good. This is good, and I feel like it's time to switch things up again, right? I feel like with my yoga, sleep, nutrition thing, I'm bouncing back into the yoga and slightly the nutrition, right? But more so the yoga, right? If I had to choose between sleep, yoga, or nutrition, it would be yoga's coming back, right? And then with like my spirituals, like Temple General Conference Book of Mormon, I already got Temple covered, right? I got a schedule for that for the year. So now I can focus on, okay, so General Conference and Book of Mormon. So, so where am I at there? And I'm just like, I'm just pulling both. I'm like, I, I don't know how to choose between the two of those things. I'll just do one or the other and alternate days or something like that, right? Um, so that's been a, an awesome thing because it's, there's nothing like being able to connect with people that understand and feel and want to do the things that that I feel like the Lord wants us to do, and, and they speak it so clearly. They're so articulate in their ability and their connection with, with the Lord's way of where he's going and moving forward and, and wanting us to come and, and be a part 
and on his team and and be able to lift others right so that's been awesome then then going into my third area like the intellectual it's like okay well I was doing this self-reliance kind of focus for a bit and then the mathy and then the unit study thing right so then lately it's been like no I don't know that my self-reliance thing is going great <laughs> it kind of is not really I, I swear, if I just told myself I was a teacher of self-reliance, I would just get my butt ready and I would just go and do it, right? But I haven't really committed to that. <laughs> so I'm still kind of in a place of figuring it out. I'm figuring out, am I going to just switch to math then? Or am I going to switch to unit study kind of stuff? Which I kind of already did a little bit, right? I got this amazing book from the library, Out of the Best Books, um, by S. Michael Wilcox. And he just, he lays it all out. He lays it all out with all of these books that he's read over the years and his favorite ones, right? And he highlights each one and why he likes it the most and how it helps him in his relationship with God, get that kind of connection, you know, relating all of these like texts that were created by artists and creators and authors and beautiful people in, in their hearts displayed in a book and then how he's taken that book and then allowed it to, to draw him closer to God as well. So that's been really cool. So I'm already there. I'm kind of already doing the unit study thing through just like book study kind of things. That's been a lovely fire that has been ignited that that I'm going to I'm going to fly with because it builds my confidence, right? When I think that the, the self-reliance thing, I feel like it's like me trying to learn Chinese or something, right? Like even harder than that, right? It's just it's way out of my scope and I I need a hardcore mentor to be right beside me to mother me through this experience. And so I'm going to just Focus on trying to attract and, and, and allow for that person to come into my life as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I will be working on my studies and, and be open to that opportunity as it's available, right? So I hope I'll be able to be diligent about seeking out this person too. Because I have a couple people already, a few people in mind already that could be my mentor and they would be happy to. Because the thing about people in this survival kind of mindset area, sustainability, self-reliance kind of space, they're so happy to help, right? They are eager to be a teacher at any moment. So that's been really nice to like tap into that community. Then in the social aspects, it's like, okay, focused on my husband, that's awesome. I'm still doing that, right? That's gonna be that I've got some things going with that. And then the others was like children and my parents, right? And you know, I think it's time, right? I'm, I'm starting to get into that space of like, I feel like it's been really nice to, to dive into my own rest, play, grow kind of space, right? So as I say that, I mentioned in another podcast how like, I wasn't able to fully feel like I could move forward with this whole rest, play, grow mentality. It's, it's kind of something brought on by David um, Gordon Neufeld. He like wrote this book, Attachment Parenting kind of stuff. Um, but also from someone else that wrote another book, Rest, Play, Grow, literally. And, and anyways, I'm just like super floored by this mentality because at first, as I was reading it about children and providing it for children, it makes so much sense. But then as I've been giving it the, the opposite, like the, the retrospect, the, the background experience of like, well, what about Rest, Play, Grow for me? It's been really shocking to be like, well, yeah, how well am I doing with doing the things that are going to give me a stress-free life, right? Doing the things that are going to allow for me to be my best, 
right? I went to this like um, memory kind of class, right? That was all about, hey, how to improve your memory, how to maybe like prevent Alzheimer's, all of this kind of stuff, right? They, they laid out like seven things that you can incorporate into your lifestyle to make sure that you're, you're kind of being aware and alert to be preventative in this area. So as they laid it all out, I was like, well, isn't that like a homeschool lifestyle? Or isn't that just like a, like a rest, play, grow kind of a lifestyle, right? Like, they just gave different examples of ways to do that life, basically, right? You know, it started off with laughter, you know, that could be in the play, right? And learning games and playing them regularly as play, right? And then other things were like, you know, just like going to serve, right? Grow, right? Um... Or, or doing things that are going to be really healthy and supportive and strong for your body. You know, whether it's de-stressing, um, doing exercise, having good nutritious foods, getting enough sleep, all of those kinds of things that, that are, I feel like are like the nurturing aspect of rest for our bodies. Like when we allow for our bodies to fully get to enjoy those things, we, get, we allow for ourselves to become acquainted with a restful state in ourselves, right? I can I can say that there was one period in my life for 10 days, for example, I did this thing where it was like two ingredients I didn't have um, in my diet for 10 days. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I feel like my body's been sleeping for 10 days just because I haven't had these two ingredients to stimulate it, right? To like, to just like make it feel like kind of like irritable and, and just like jerked and shooken up kind of thing, shooken awake. I feel like my body has not woken up in 10 days because it's just been sleeping and had time to rest, right? Just because of two ingredients, right? So that's what I think about when I think of this restful state of, of being able to support our bodies when it's time to rest, right? There's a time to be awake and there's a time to rest. So that was just really lovely for me to ponder about all that ponder about where I'm at, I'm at with that. And, and yeah, I, I'm going to pray some more about how I'm going to do this. How am I going to do this thing where social to me means like, Hey, let's take time to, to fill myself up. So I actually have something to spill over, right? For some reason, when it has to do with me and my husband, it's like, I could be as depleted as whatever. And yes, I, I, the best case scenario is that I show up with my spouse as a whole person. But there's a lot of times where we're just both broken and we're both like kind of on the same level of broken in some ways that we can still like relate and be there for one another, right? And and it it's kind of works out, right? But there's something about being this person for my kids or being this person for my parents that just turns it into this thing where it's like, oh man, I gotta like up my game in my my spiritual and my physical and my intellectual stuff so that I, I, so that I'm in a full, full state and really show up as a whole person when I'm with these people, because in some ways I kind of have this idea like, oh, if I don't do that, then I won't be able to do a good job. So, so in some ways it's kind of too perfectionistic, right? Because then I get into this mentality of like, oh, well, I just won't see them or I won't help them unless if I'm in this overspilling state, right? I don't believe in that necessarily, right? Because babies will come, like I'm talking about like moms that are pregnant and babies coming, right? I'm, I'm talking about this for a moment just because that's kind of the classic, the classic 
example to show that babies will come and they will have needs before you're ready for them sometimes, right? And so you just have to be aware of that and, and in a state of being kind of almost accepting and ready to receive whenever, um, being committed to that ready to receive kind of um, mindset and hope and desire and and also tapping into the desire of like Heavenly Father please help me with this because I know I'm going to be caught off guard when they need help and I just know that I'm going to need to go and help them you know I'm going to need to be the EMS person to just assist and support in whatever is their their ailment in their heart or their body or whatever right so they can just feel enveloped and feel like they can rest in my care, right? And they can play in my care and they can grow in my care, right? And so just like, please help me with that, right? Basically is what I'm trying to say because because it can be so easy to be like, no, 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 no. Like, I believe that in order for a person to be able to do this perfectly, it needs to happen at this time of day. And if it doesn't happen at this time of day, then I have no idea how it's going to happen. And I'm just going to throw in the towel and not even be present and just don't even like put any energy into this, right? It could be easy to think that way. But in the same way that I prepared for my birth, you know, of each of my kids, which I actually diligently prepared for. You know, I took a yoga teacher training, I did kickboxing, right? Like when it was like the times when I had a baby in there and they still weren't coming, I was like, all right, let's do some kickboxing, right? <laughs> like, you know, and so then I'm like, okay, so if I know how to prepare for a birth, how could I translate that kind of energy of dedication and commitment and, and wanting to plan for this beautiful opportunity to provide uh, an excellent experience for everyone involved, like how could I become even more aware of that kind of energy in my day to day? And I guess I've kind of avoided it over the years because it's been too much. It's like, no, 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 like, but a birth is like one time in a year, right? Every three years, let's say, right? The, a birth is not the same as like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday to Friday, maybe even like, 24-7, right? Like, it's not the same, right? So so what what am I to learn in how to pace myself and actually learning how to have calm and order in my day-to-day -day life and tasking and all this kind of thing? So I'm still praying about all of that. I'm still praying to be, you know, connected with whoever and whatever that will be able to assist and support me in some of these things so that I can do this this day-to-day, 24-7 kind of life of being a missionary, pseudo-loving like Mother Teresa trying to be kind of person and, and, and also just this like daughter of God kind of person and you know like just like I just need so much help, right? I just need so much help. And so that's my prayer in my heart right now is trying to to be humble and soft enough to be able to receive the revelation that I need for my runway of what is mine to do in my home, right? Like, I love that quote that's like, yeah, like, nothing, nothing will replace failure in the home. Basically, they say, like, there's nothing that can replace that. So I'm just, I'm constantly aware of it, right? And, and, and I still have to build skills in myself so that I can 
I can do something about those things, right? And so that's what I'm processing and, and learning how to do.